0: Jesus has helped us deal with problems from the beginning, right? I mean, and and guys are—you'll hear guys are in crisis, cultures in crisis. Well, culture's always been in crisis, right? And men have always been in crisis yeah. of that day, for good, bad, or an indifferent. And I, I I'm so excited when I see, and I see a real yearning. Now I'm in California. This is the front line of culture. It is, yeah, it absolutely is. And I'm in the middle of a bunch of guys who are running, sprinting to Jesus, and women too. Mm. And you're like, okay, how's that? What? What's that about? And, and now, you know, L.A. or San Francisco are not having great big men's and women's ministry meetings. They're not. It's tough. But there are parts of California that are eat up with how do we do a better job of following Jesus? Yeah, can we go? We just did a men's event uh, in September. Thirteen hundred guys. Wow. And we had three hundred guys come to Christ on the Saturday night, and three hundred more the next morning recommit. That's six hundred of thirteen hundred. Say, I want more Jesus in my life. Wow. And and those are a lot of guys that are exiting incarceration and addiction and homelessness. And I said, good, God, bring us more and bring us the resources so that we can serve them. We wanna feed those guys. Now, the guys that are exiting uh, addiction can be anybody. That can, that can be the head of, uh, the CEO of a company. That can be anybody. And they are homeless men and women, they come from all forms of backgrounds. Absolutely. Well, let's feed them. Let's go ahead. Let's get to the front line. And in men's ministry, California, that's the front line.
1: 100% Los Angeles specifically. I mean, uh, I mean, you've seen the entertainment industry for years and I've been to LA as a musician time to time. It is, I would say, and it's on my, it's pretty heavy on my heart too, because the entertainment industry, um, it's something I've been called to for a long time and I've put a lot of uh, a lot of my life's energy into following that calling. But there seems to be this massive brick wall that, that not, not a physical brick wall, but a spiritual brick wall that I feel against that area. So not just LA, but I just mean the entertainment industry and the blatant like Satanism that, yeah. that that's being pushed uh, all over the place for, for years and yeah. years now, really yeah. a decade at least. Yeah, the industry embraces and welcomes darkness,
0: and they really, at times, don't fully understand what they're doing, and at times, they really do, and they still do it. You know, Blake, Christian, the entire global Christian music industry started in L.A. That whole movie, Jesus Revolution, that's where Christian music started. Now, the industry gravitated and moved to Nashville. Christian music is in Nashville, but it started here in Los Angeles.
1: Wow, I had no idea. I had no idea. That's, that's amazing. I, uh, what's the scene out there now for Christian music in Los Angeles? I know Nashville is thriving. Um, a a few folks, Have you heard of Jordan Feliz, sure. Uh, yeah. Jordan Feliz, he's one of our favorite Christian artists out there uh, and a good friend, him and a community of Christian artists are just, they're thriving out in Nashville, but what's the scene like in Los Angeles?
0: Um, it's it's a challenge because the bu- the business of being a, a Christian musician here is tough. Here's the simplest way to describe that: you live in Nashville, think of the population base that's within a six to seven hour drive. Right. You live in Los Angeles, you're usually not welcomed like some of the legacy groups that come here and can do three nights at this casino and and work the population bases. Um, So there's a challenge here. You're not going to be able to drive to and from and and do several uh, gigs. But like in Nashville, you know, you can head north and do, you know, stop in uh, Louisville, do Louisville, do Indianapolis, then go do Fort Wayne. And, you know, and then you can jump over to Dayton, Ohio, come back through Cincinnati and through Lexington, Kentucky. And, you know, you can't do that out here. And, and just think of anywhere on a map from Nashville, go seven to eight hours out. That's what the industry is
1: working right mm-hmm. now. Interesting. That makes sense. Just geographic convenience to to welcoming touring cities
0: and cheaper okay. to live, and you're going to be embraced yep. at your church and your neighborhood. And and out here right now, that's not
1: that's not part of culture out here right now. What What are your thoughts on? Um, so my strategy to combat that has been in, in my music, uh, even though I do have some songs that are more outwardly worship, uh, based, we, I'm seeing this movement of like faith-based artists that are, they're, they're building their faith into their music. Um, and it's, it's, I wouldn't call it, um, I wouldn't call it cryptic, but in a way it's building in. And I've seen uh, there's an artist named Zanti, Z a u uh, n t e e. He's a rapper, a, a, a Christian rapper, and man, his his music sounds you know culturally um, progressive. Like you would say, oh wow, this is this must be new. This sounds this sounds great. And in it are you know tons of references to scripture and just this movement that I see and the, the artists that I see growing. And that I'm growing with are are managing in this culture of uh, you know cancel Christianity. They're managing still to grow and to yeah. reach people with uh, something that that I think makes music more meaningful. It it is what music is, yeah. I think, right at, at its foundation. Well, you're asking me kind
0: of way to put on my old uh, agent's hat here. For yeah, a there
1: you go. Yeah, yeah.
0: At today, overwhelm Instagram with. Uh, just pick up your guitar and play or sit down at the piano and play and then uh do high quality recordings i watch i watch a lot of industry artists on instagram and they're you know across the room from the camera and the microphone you can't hear a thing they're saying yes totally but uh, do do your 20 to 40 seconds of here's a new song i got and and like uh, stephen curtis chapman you know, legacy artist. He does a great job on his Instagram account. He'll say, here's my, you know, here's 20 seconds, my first number one hit. And then he'll bang it out, out loud. It's quality recording, quality video, sounds great. And he'll laugh along with it and bring us in and have fun with us. uh, Joel Smallbone with For King and Country. I know those guys a little bit. They do a really good job. Just about every Monday, they'll have something. Either Joel or Luke or Joel's wife, Mariah, who's starring in the movie coming up, will have something. And I. Uh, you really got to build your audience so the people that wanna follow you know where to find you. And then these days to break an act, you're gonna be a road dog. So find yeah. that church where you're playing regularly, find a sister church somewhere where you can play regularly, and then get out and find where there are people who love Jesus and play for them. Yes. And it, it's not easy, that is a tough thing. But you get a break today, and, you know, someone, you know, and it usually starts social, someone, you know, a video catches fire or someone plays it or you're liked by someone. Hey, away you go.
1: Yeah, 100%. It, this is gold for anyone listening. And um, I think you, you've likely seen uh, one of the new Pineda companies, Pineda Media. I shouldn't say new because it's, it's, it's about seven months old now, I think, uh, and doing great. But the strategy behind, um, well back to our original thought of aligning with scripture being misinterpreted oftentimes as being pulled away from anything that's fun or, or thing that, that things that you like, a lot of the folks in this community are entrepreneurs and they've learned how to make money, generate wealth, and that's a passion of theirs. And Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, you know, that's just as controversial as, as sex or violence in, in the world. And I've seen so many fingers pointed um, from believers and non-believers uh, around the idea that if you're wealthy, you, you can't be aligned with scripture.